I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Following God's solid leads. In my quest to search for programming that doesn't offend my sensibilities, I sometimes end up surfing the Hallmark Channel. But even there, the advice isn't always right on the money. One very popular theme that runs through many of the shows is follow your heart. Whenever one of the characters faces a choice or decision, another well-meaning friend gently advises her to follow her heart. Unfortunately, following one's own heart isn't as safe of a bet as it sounds. We read in Jeremiah 17.9 that the human heart is the most deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it. Of course, we like to think that we fully understand our own hearts. We imagine they are filled with good intentions, lofty emotions, and always in line with what God wants for our lives. But an honest assessment of the inventory inside our hearts reveals a darker scenario. Inside it, we find some pretty ugly things. Anger, jealousy, ungodly thoughts, and all sorts of vile emotions are found in its dark recesses. David knew all about the condition of his heart. His honest words in Psalm 86 are, I ask God for purity of heart so that I might honor Him. In Psalm 51.10, he prays to create a clean heart within him and asks God to renew a right spirit within him as well. Cleaning hearts and renewing spirits is God's specialty. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, we are redeemed and sanctified and made clean. Sadly, our clean thoughts and renewed spirits are not permanently restored this side of eternity. We must continually take out the trash, and only then are we suitable receptacles for God's divine leadings. Just as we must rifle through a barrage of spammy emails to extrapolate the important ones, so must we declutter ourselves so we can identify God's precious leadings. You may be wondering what a leading from God is. It refers to an action or instance of spiritual guidance. It may come to you through the study of God's Word, or in a prayer, or through a friend or confidant. God can use certain settings and situations of His own choosing to communicate leadings as well. Once He has us where He wants us, He can communicate His desired direction for our lives and provide discernment in situations where choices may be involved. And on more rare occasions, He communicates exact instructions on exactly what to do. There are times in life where God's leadings may be crystal clear and still others where your take on them could be a bit murkier. Paul reminds us of what to be mindful of as we deliberate. Test all things, hold fast to what is good, he states in 1 Thessalonians 5.21. When we contemplate a perceived leading, we would do well to search God's Word and see if it lines up with what's written there. And if any aspect of that leading butts up against what we find there, we can be assured the leading is not from God. You may be reading this and think to yourself that such deliberations are so obviously of God or not. But when we take into account human nature, Satan's schemes, and the foolish counsel of the world, and the unenlightened who inhabit it, it's much easier to perceive the truth. And the truth is that we are easily deceived. The more we bathe ourselves in God's Word, and the more we test all leadings on arrival, the better our chances are at discerning what God is saying compared to the leadings floating around in the chaotic peripheral. I'd like to read an excerpt from my third book, The Vault Door, and this installment is called 
the treasured gift of listening to God in the quiet moments. On a recent trip to Provence, our group of four stumbled on an amazing image in the French countryside. The sun peaked through violet clouds, struggling to emit pink and orange rays as the day was drawing to a close and rain was attempting to break through. We spotted a long gravel driveway lined with fragrant, recently manicured lavender bushes. Green cypress trees lined the walkway of a gorgeous chateau. Grapevines with bright orange and red leaves blanketed the surrounding hills. We drove up to the French stone farmhouse and began taking pictures, fully aware that at any moment someone could come out and shoo us away. But we didn't care. These shots are so amazingly colorful and the lighting so unbelievably perfect, it was worth the risk, and people who've seen them say they almost look artificial. The most incredible sight of the day, though, was the double rainbow that appeared over the horizon of this already picturesque scene. We stood in awe of its majesty, and I broke away from the group just to be alone with God for a moment on my own. The next morning we were still basking in the memories when the Lord brought Psalm 19 to memory. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaims the work of your hands. Day after day they pour out speech, night after night they communicate knowledge. There is no speech, there are no words, their voice is not heard, their message has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. In the world's deafening cacophony of booming car stereos, banal interruptive talk show banter, and political grandstanding, God can say more with a whispering image from His creation than all of these distractions combined could ever convey. But He won't demand your attention like Donald Trump or Whoopi Goldberg. We need to be tuned in to what God is saying to us in the quiet moments. There's a memorable line in a poem by Carl Sandburg that reads, The fog comes in on little cat feet. Sandburg implies here that the largesse of fog, which can obstruct entire horizons, mountain ranges, and bridges, does not storm into being, but slowly creeps, changing an entire landscape. God's communication is like that. The shimmering glow of a full moon, the heady fragrance of an orange tree, the booming rush of a waterfall, the juicy gush from a bite of watermelon, and the smooth feel of a baby's cheek on your palm. All these things are gifts from God. The glorious seasons, the menagerie of creatures great and small, as well as the crowning jewel of His creation, human beings are created in His very image. All point to a Creator, by whom all things were made, and in Him we live, move, and exist. And that's from Acts 17.28. People often say they've never heard the audible voice of God, but the truth is, He talks to us all day long through His creation. The question is, are we listening? And the keys to kingdom living are, take time to savor God's communication through creation. And the doorpost is, all that He does is splendid and majestic. And that's from Psalm 111, verse 3. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion trilogy is now available on Amazon.